Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Kinky Kindles, the podcast where smut is better with friends. Hi y'all. <laughs> welcome everyone. <laughs> we are back to just some Katie and Anna time. Katie and Anna smut time. And it is so good. It's so good and if it hasn't been a long time for you all, but it's been a long time since Anna and I have recorded yeah, it really one together. Has. So because it's, it's pretty good we've always and i know our listeners love our co-hosts we love our having our multiple co-hosts <laughs> and it, you know there's just a little more room on the on the sectional tonight to this morning <laughs> we're recording at a different time of day if we sound more alive it's because <laughs> it's 10 30 in the morning we have had some beautiful lattes from starbucks we maybe um, there's a chance that our brains our specific brains work a little better in the morning yeah. rather than at the end of a long work day with a lot of alcohol yeah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah if y'all 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 get it yeah that's a gift from us to you is just that mm. is you can listen to us slowly deteriorate over time <laughs> you really <laughs> in those <can>. episodes <laughs> yeah I, I savannah does the same i think brandon progressively gets like more and more animated as the I episodes go on <laughs> i love to listen to the i think it was the last episode that we recorded and we've been going for so long and we still had two episodes to go and then brandon just starts flying i he starts, know like speeding through the nose was that the tequila shot was that the- <laughs> it was after we took a tequila shot and then he was like we gotta go we got- all right let's go yes. it's the libra oh it's phenomenal yes yeah, so a little bit of a different vibe if y'all haven't gotten to enjoy our the summer i turn pretty episodes um our mini series that felt more like a maxi series it was i mean there's a solid what 16 hours of content that you can get through. <laughs> solid 16 hours y'all it's it over two just, hours for four episodes wow it was so fun to prep for those during the week that was such a party and then to record them and then to talk about them after they it was just you know even if not a one of our listeners enjoys those although i know they will I mean, that was really I special tell, for I us. Mean, it's some of our most popular episodes now. Yes. So yes, the summer I turned pretty. Y'all may wonder if you if you're not fans. I imagine we have some some smutty friends, and we have some friends who tuned in just for the summer I turned Which pretty. Which is great. We love that. Yeah, we love the diversity. But um, yeah, y'all may be like, oh my god, there's no there's no smut in the summer I turned pretty. You know what? We managed. <laughs> we, we can pull smut out of anything. <laughs> let me tell you, our dirty filthy minds. We're making lemonade. There's lemons all over the place. Truly. Just, just squeezing them into lemonade. I mean, we pulled, there was one episode we pulled up um, actual, actual porn. Actual, yeah. There was actual things. Yeah. We, that didn't make it into the episode, but you can just imagine the four of us. Just, <laughs> we were like, there's no smut. Let's, let's watch a video of a, of a man fucking a peach or whatever. <laughs> oh, <was>. God. <laughs> and it was, yeah. Yeah. Let's just all sit, sit back. Yeah. So it, the, the. We ranged. We ranged a lot in our in our topics for those. <laughs> that was controlled chaos yes. of the best kind. And so we hope y'all enjoyed that mini series that felt like a maxi series. Um, we will do more of that. Oh yeah, we're we're gonna do Bridgerton. I want to scandalize Brandon with some straight people Bridgerton <laughs> shit. <laughs> more labias it's to discuss. Lots of labias. Lots of titties. Lots of titties. Lots of lots tension. Of bodices ripping. Mm. Shout out to the Ripped Bodice, this adorable bookstore in LA that I've been following on Instagram. Yeah. Yes, they are just a smut bookstore. 
Um, but yes, we Bridgerton will be a little, a little sex ed moment <laughs> on the experience of female sexuality for Brandon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Brandon. Um, but speaking of miniseries, yes. we made the executive decision <laughs> that... Look, I know that you all are thinking, huh, the title of this episode, that is not the way I hate him by Megan Quinn. If Interesting. If people give a damn about us doing things decently and in order. The way that I would announce something and then not follow up. Mm, we would never <laughs> do something like that. Um, this is our podcast and we make the rules. Right. Taylor Swift said it first and best. But mm-hmm. this is this is our house and we make the rules. So we decided. So, and mm, I hope one day to have some of these amazing authors on our podcast mm-hmm. that's my i'm manifesting that y'all we will you know one day put this on a tiktok and be like oh yeah anna manifested this on the podcast i manifested the u another leg of the u.s Eras yes, you tour, did. and, it, and happened. it happened so we don't I, have tickets but it happened. that's not the point <laughs> i am man <laughs> if tried. you do have tickets uh we're so, jealous <laughs> if you have tickets and you want us to go with you mm. we would happily do that <laughs> we we'll go literally anywhere we, canada new mm. orleans india i don't care we <laughs> do not discriminate <laughs> on uh where we will go to the links we will go to for our mother but yeah i oh yes mm-hmm. tracing my thoughts backwards but I'm manifesting. I would love to interview some of these authors Absolutely. on the pod. And so that's I like, am. That's a dream. Yes. Such a dream. That a would dream be so podcast. much fun. And so I am never in the business of hating on a, especially another woman who has mm-hmm. put so much work into writing smut. And I know that they work with deadlines. I know that they have editors who are intense and well, and then what some people like, like and get inspiration from is not, doesn't fit for everyone. And that's, that's fine too. That's another thing. Exactly. It's, it's the same thing with happy place. Like I know people loved that book and mm. that's, I mean, it just shows that people have different interests all over the place and that is completely fine. Yes. I, I think that's something every time that there is a, like, a book that I don't particularly enjoy. I, I don't know that it's always because like the story is bad or wrong. No. Or I think often it's just not my vibe. Yeah. Or like at this point in time, like maybe I'll go back to it and like it later in life. But like currently it's like, mm, this doesn't really sit well. And I think often for me, <laughs> it has a lot to do with my job uh-huh. and what I do all day. And uh, well, not all day, every day, because yeah, girls got to rest and stop thinking about existent- big existential questions. Exactly. But um, yeah, I think sometimes we start to read a book and there's just a lot of heavy themes. Mm-hmm. There's just not enough smut. <laughs> and I kind of reach a point where I'm like, I cannot authentically give a really peppy, positive review of this book. So I'm not going to. Yeah. And I mean, that doesn't mean that the book isn't good. And that, exactly. Like we wouldn't have liked it. So the thing with the way that I hate the way I hate him by Megan Quinn, I did read most of it. <laughs> However, read half, yeah, yeah. So and we love Megan Quinn. The book is super long, which I was not expecting because mm-hmm. normally, like when I read Megan Quinn, I think four hundred pages max sure. is kind of where she hovers. But and they're really predictable usually. Yes. Like they're you're usually in for a good time. Yeah, about but three this or one four had, good smut scenes. This book has some pretty heavy grief themes, mm-hmm. which we talk a lot about on this podcast. So much. And you um, know what? In our day jobs, we talk a lot about it. And you know what? In our in our personal lives, talk a lot about that's it. That's right. <laughs> and Anna is very fiercely protective, and she was like, "No, we're not gonna we're not no. gonna exploit your story anymore." Because <laughs> it, it does. At a certain point, it feels like 
yeah you have to step in and like well let me speak from experience and you know what that's not why we have this podcast mm-hmm. we we like to share parts of our stories but there just reaches a point where okay it's not it's not enjoyable yeah we do this for fun we do this for our listeners and we do this for for the hope of it all for the hope of it all we do this for joy we do this for silliness and so true to our mission of hope joy silliness and celebrating sexuality we shifted course that's right uh about 48 hours ago once we realized that i was 374 pages into the book and there hadn't been any sex yet <laughs> it's like um and i looked down and it uh. said 60 percent through the book i was like oh no oh no <laughs> i don't know it just wasn't the vibe yeah that's okay hey some people like hey i love a slow burn i really do same but i think because we haven't hadn't been doing smut for a while like it's been several weeks since we've like sat down and really like dove into a smut book yeah i was like so prepared especially for a megan quinn book to be yeah. like that's why we chose it yeah to be like super invested for some like ro- romantic comedy yes goofy silliness. like yeah and playful so that's not, that didn't happen and that's fine and um we we're, we're gonna put our uh review on goodreads so if you follow us on goodreads yes. our kinky kindle is super easy to find same logo same everything um, follow us on Goodreads and we'll put our full review on there because I did read the book and yeah. um, I want y'all to know like what it's about and if you liked it. so. And I feel like that's kind of the energy we bring into smut of it because it, this is sexuality. Like we're speaking to people's sexuality. Mm-hmm. We're not here to say like this is the wrong way to enjoy no. something. Like I'm never going to go in and be like this was a terrible book. I will go in and say like this was not th- this is what the content was and it wasn't my vibe yeah. for today. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think that that is kind of the fun of, it's almost like an informed consent. Yes. For people who are delving into these books. I mean, sometimes, like, the deep emotional, like, mm-hmm. the big thing. Yeah, all of that, that can be really great and moving. Um, same thing, like, with The Notebook. Like, that's not, I wouldn't call that a happy movie. I don't it's feel not a happy, happy movie. when I watch it. But I still, like, it still, I mean, it still brings up, like, good feelings. I mean, I mean yeah. it's sexy, but... Sometimes that's just, like, when I'm thinking about, what do I want to watch tonight? Like, on a night where A is, like, not at home, I'm like, do I want to sit and be sad and yeah. watch something that'll make yes. me feel sad? Or do I want to watch, like, Easy A? Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. And I, I do think there's something to be said for watching something really sad or emotional and expressing your emotions through that. Mm-hmm. I, my, yet again, my day job <laughs> and my it's real hard. life <laughs> inside my heart and my mind. There's just a lot of dark stuff. And in my free time, in my playtime, in my time where I'm filling up, that's not, I'm not in a chapter of life where I have a lot of margin to just like roll around in sadness, Mm -hmm. just like waller in some heartache. Like that's like, I've got to get safe and steady like throughout the week. And so that's kind of, I'm seeing that more and more. And I'm like, huh, I bet other people can resonate, like especially if they're in a, a heavy season of life. Or maybe things are, you know, going poorly for them. And maybe, yeah, they agree. Maybe some of our listeners are on the same page of like, no, we come to smut because it's playful, because it's low stakes, because it's silly. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a, uh, I mean, if you work a really emotionless job, like none of, I mean, yeah. like my partner, he types in code all day long. Sure. And so maybe you're craving that some like emotion, you're craving emotion and Deep feeling and stories. And if, like like I said, we'll, re- we'll we'll leave our reviews on Goodreads. So if you're craving something that's like that, that ha- also has smut in it, then we can point you in the right direction. Oh, we sure can. But we're we're elbows deep in emotional turmoil all day long. So it's, it's hard for us it. to 
to transfer uh, from doing that all day and then also uh, talking about that on a podcast that we got we started to do because we wanted to do something fun <laughs> yeah in fact it's physically painful i was like oh no <laughs> oh oh no i showed up i took i took in the asian the asian fusion food set it down and i said i have an idea yeah she slammed the bag of <laughs> said, hibachi on the table and she said we are not doing this <laughs> <laughs> she I, proclaimed i said so i feel passionately about something let me because i was trying to not just like bulldoze you in case you really but i'm like i have a feeling with katie also to let me read this so <laughs> i still had like 100 pages or maybe a little bit more the left to go you hadn't finished it was like oh, yeah. you don't enjoy this <laughs> i was like and then you were like maybe we should do something else i was like great then i won't, I won't have to <laughs> and read you this. know what we're doing instead Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> another mini series this is a true mini series there are three novellas these are the stimmonist masterpieces yes from well, our girl Allie, Allie Hazelwood. Hazelwood and you know wow she can write some smut this woman I am just what did I text you yesterday like I feel like she she did this just because she could She's like, I can do this in 130 She's pages. She's like, I can make you fall in love and get horny in 100 pages. I'll show you. My mind is blown. Mm-hmm. So I had read these three uh, when they first came out. I mean, God, when when did these? I don't see a date on the Goodreads, but it's been a, a year, a couple years, maybe. Um, I read them and I've returned to them many times because they're very good. Mm-hmm. And um, and just these juicy little, you know, they're, they're brief and... Um, I forgot. Like it was just so refreshing yeah. to dig back in. I was like, "This is these are masterpieces." I mean, they're just they do the trick. I don't know. It it works really well. So for the next three weeks, we're gonna do um, one novel at a time. So these episodes might be a little shorter than than we're, what you're used yeah. to. So I mean, if you have feedback on that, our pod at gmail dot com. You know how to get in contact with us, and we do email back. So we do. We love to. <laughs> Some of us especially love emails. Yeah, I, I love, love receiving emails. I love I love emailing. <laughs> love it. <laughs> We've perfected our email signature. Yes. Oh um, well. Yeah. So yeah, we we welcome any feedback, but we're gonna do um, one book per episode. So the first book in this series, so the you can get the three of the novellas in one book. Called, yes. In the, it's called Loath to Love You. Each book, each of these books is enemies to lovers. <gasps> so good. Um, so the first one is called under one roof under one roof yes and whenever they first came out they were not offered as a three novella series to my knowledge i didn't see it and so i bought all these three separately on my kindle and um so i didn't remember what order they went in but they go in a certain order so like if y'all wanted if if after listening to these if folks like wanted to just get one of them you still can purchase them separately Mm Um, but yeah, I mean, why not just get them all? <laughs> I highly recommend you just I mean, get all three. I mean, I got all three and I, and I probably finished all three books in like four hours total. <laughs> yeah. You were like this, this, I'm here for this. I'm, I'm feeling good. This is very good. Very good. Um, yes. Under One Roof is the first one. They are three best friends. I know. I love that. Absolutely precious. Allie Hazelwood is just great at many things. Mm-hmm. And one of them is writing about female friendship. Yeah. Just majestic all right all right hit us with that synopsis for sweet little synopsis under one roof under one roof okay 
I it dawned upon me um, just a, a few minutes ago that I could read the book description on Goodreads. Goodreads. <laughs> um, because it's it's a little more succinct, and I these might even be written by the author or by their publisher or something. I don't know. It's cute, but okay. So this is by somebody um, on Goodreads under the under one roof little Goodreads page. A scientist should never cohabitate with her annoyingly hot nemesis. It leads to combustion. <laughs> oh, my God. Ah. Mara, Sadie, and Hannah are friends first. Scientists always. Oh, my nice. God. They're like the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, they are. Blossom yes. Bubbles and Buttercup. Yes! <laughs> which, would, which would be which? Um, though their fields of study might take them to different corners of the world, they can all agree on this universal truth. When it comes to love and science, opposites attract and rivals make and rivals make you burn. Mm. Oh, it's very I burn for you. That's Bridgerton. Woo! <laughs> it is. Yes, we 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 love an enemies to lovers moment. As an environmental engineer, Mara knows all about the delicate nature of ecosystems. They require balance, and leaving the thermostat alone, and not stealing someone else's food, and other rules. Liam, her detestable big old lawyer of a roommate, knows nothing about. Okay, sure. Technically, she's the interloper. Liam was already entrenched in his aunt's house like some glowering, grumpy giant when Mara moved in with his big muscles and kissable mouth just sitting there on the couch tempting respectable scientists to the dark side. How dare he? How dare he? Truly. How dare he sit there with muscles? How dare he be grumpy and she be sunshine? (laughs) Ugh, the worst. But Helena was her mentor and Mara's not about to move out and give give up her inheritance without a fight. The problem is, living with someone means getting to know them. Mm. And the more Mara finds out about Liam, the harder it is to loathe him. And the easier it is to love him. That's right. <laughs> it was very easy for me to love him immediately. Oh my God. <laughs> you texted and you were like, uh, Liam's my type. <laughs> Liam, is, Liam is my type. Liam's my type. Yeah, That's we'll, my type. We'll get to Eric. But yeah, uh, I have many notes about, oh my God. about Eric as well. <laughs> Not to fast forward, but we do have a brunette. Uh-huh. So the, the, the male, the MC, the male leads are, we have a brunette. Mm-hmm. A clean shaven brunette. We have a clean shaven brunette. We have a Nordic, what is it? Corporate Thor. Corporate Thor. We a have blondie, a, Norway baby. shaped like a refrigerator. He was giving Dr. Jack, what's his name? Dr. Jack fucking Smith fucking Turner. <laughs> all those all those words work and then we have a redhead a redhead which we don't get very often i know so she really uh, this is just she's got this down to science yeah okay so let's dive in y'all know we have we have notes i have notes (laughs) Oh, oh yes i do have a few notes on this um we'll we'll get to it okay tell me what you got all right so uh full disclosure uh i do have like the three set and so for this one, it won't matter, but, like, in the later books, it's, oh, I'm yeah. going to be on page, like, 150, but it's actually the beginning of the book. So, sure. Sorry about that. And this is Kindle, yeah. so... The pages are made up, and de- points don't matter. Points don't matter. <laughs> Depending on, yeah, the, font the size, size you have it set. <laughs> and the size of your actual Kindle, yeah. you know. Okay, so on page five, this is the prologue I highlighted. Mm. It comes right on the trail of arriving home late and noticing that he left the porch light on for me. Mm. That one... Oh, that one always makes my heart hiccup in a half-lovely, half-wrenching way. Also, mm. heart hiccup and dancing. I remember, I remember to turn it off once I'm inside. Very unlike me, and possibly a sign that the chia seed sludge he's been making me for <laughs> breakfast in the mornings and when I'm late for work is actually making my brain smarter. <laughs> oh, no! Not chia seed sludge. Chia seed sludge. 
Uh, oh my god so i i wrote just ellie hazelwood's writing is always like a breath of fresh air because it's so beautiful and descriptive and i i I feel like everything she writes evokes like an emotion you know it's it is so vivid and it's creative and it just i don't want to skim her work yeah like it's i don't know what's coming next like and it's not clunky like you like she uses some strange like okay this okay mara he asks but he doesn't move away he stays right where he is front pressed against my back is this the prologue oh my god no you're in that's the that's kitchen sink this is no this is prologue kitchen sink oh that's right because she does introduce that yeah yeah you're on the again but like yeah she gives us a little taste Mm -hmm. of what's to come oh my god that kitchen sink we'll get to it oh my god you know you know (laughs) Okay, it's hands wild, against the y'all. counter on each side of my hips. And is this some kind of lucid dream? Is this a heart hiccup generated cardiovascular event? Is my brain converting my most shameful nighttime fantasies into hallucinations? No, there's smart writers going to write that. Oh, no. No, they're not. Because it's, this is STEM. This well, is STEM smart. Yes, because these people are, they're existing in their brains. And, and their she, brains. She's <laughs> analyzing. Interesting. What's happening here? And I... I feel like that's how I, I am not a STEM girly. I'm a, I'm the A. I'm the oh my god! Please say how your school does it. It's my favorite thing. This made me laugh. So if you are familiar with education circles, yes. If for all of my education girlies or boys or babies, y'all know it's it's a mess out there. But uh, my school is transitioning to the academy model. I don't know if y'all are familiar with that, but um, the academy that I am in is um, called STEMA. And STEMA, STEMA, not STEAM. That would make sense. Because that is what ev- everyone else does. They just say STEAM, STEAM because it's science, technology, engineering, arts, and Math. mathematics. Yeah. It's not that tough. It's not STEM in the arts. STEM. No. No. <laughs> but I, yes, it cracked me up when you said that. I'm like, why? Why? We literally have a word that, inc- but okay. Whatever. I know. I also laughed when they put me in STEM. I was like, what about you makes me think that, I really like, what about me makes, wait, read STEM. <laughs> but okay. I was like, is it because I'm married to is an engineer? The, mm, like, are you trying to get some connections? Like, maybe he'll come talk to an engineering class. I think it's like, because you're, he sure doesn't want to. You're able to handle details. Oh, your A would die. He would rather die would. than, that is the school he went to. Yes. Damn. So I'm not saying that my brain necessarily is a I, but I am a little analytical I mean I'm, yeah. I'm kind of you know I'm up I, my my brain has lots of words we'll say that I have a lot of words going at any given time mm-hmm. I there's a lot going on in there and I think I just resonate with how Allie Hazelwood especially the inner dialogue the inner dialogue of her characters it just mm. Let me read Let me read this section real sure. quick in the prologue. But his hands spread on my belly, and that's what tipped me off that this is different. This doesn't feel like one of those accidental brushing of the arms in the hallway, the ones I've been telling myself to stop obsessing over. It doesn't feel like that time I tripped over my computer cord and almost stumbled into his lap. It doesn't feel like him gently holding my wrist to check how badly I burned my thumb while cooking on the stove. This feels... Liam? Shh. I feel his lips at my temple, warm and reassuring. Everything's okay, Mara. Something hot and liquid begins to coil at the bottom of my belly. What on earth? I'm, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. familiar with that feeling. <laughs> and then it just goes into chapter one. Yeah. And, and it says like, six months ago. And so we've got this fun bouncing back and forth. I think all three novellas do this. Yes. Ah, they're it. Yeah. They're all like back and forth. Is it a frame story? Is that what we call it when it bounces back and forth? Sure. Mm. I think it 
that that's when we have like let me tell you a story of long ago and then we bounce back two years ago yeah but Allie Hazelwood does this beautiful like timeline like by the end the timeline meets in the middle middle. I don't know what that would be called but it is just magic yeah Um, so I have on the prologue here I can safely state that living with some guy you used to hate and somehow ended up slipping in love with is not a wise move trust me I have a doctorate now I disagree I think that's a great move (laughs) I think that works out really well I think for everyone involved (laughs) I mean 10 out of 10 I have no complaints actually I think you just read this but oh please (laughs) all of a sudden Liam is not just standing behind me I'm being crowded against the sink the edge of the counter pressed into my hip bones and there's a tall wall of heat flat against my back oh my god is he did he trip he must have tripped this is an accident (laughs) uh this is not an accident and also a very hot uh, fantasy that <laughs> I, I enjoy. Yes! <laughs> like a kitchen sink. I'm into that. Okay. I have saved this to tell you now on the pod and not in person. <laughs> oh, boy. No, that's not what you think. But I... So this is personally one of my favorite fantasies. The whole, the whole bent over trope. Yes. Oh, my God. What is it I, about that? I think... It's got to be the urgency, right? I'm such a feminist. Like, I am such a, like, no, I'm strong. I'm empowered. But bend me over something? Surprise me and bend me over something? Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I, I'm I'm putty in your hands. Yes. I just, That powerless. is probably the number one fantasy that comes to my brain. Same. Like, yeah, okay, always. Okay, that, that's interesting. I always wondered, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, it's so hot. It's so hot. It's, and yeah. I think Allie Hayes would know that. Um, but, <laughs> yes. so, it's one of my favorite things. One of my favorite tropes. I don't feel like we read it enough. Getting bent over something, being surprised and bent over. I know. Oh my yeah, right. God, so I mean, hot. Underrated. Liam, he does a big surprise. <laughs> Liam does an incredible <laughs> job. But so I um, absolutely love it. But I was trying yesterday on the boat. I was trying so much to just catch up. I was trying to read, mm-hmm. and my angel golden retriever partner, who he, you know, he just loves to talk. He loves to interact he needs he needs attention we'll say that (laughs) he needs he's a jeremiah he just needs needs somebody to play with he needs somebody to play with and i was the only person on the boat and so i very wisely said babe would you like me to just read to you he loves to be read to he loves audiobooks and so i proceeded to read him the entirety of the last like three or four chapters of oh my god in this one that I mean, I think the 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 sex scene in this one is probably like the dirtiest of all of of the three. It's magic. It's, it's, it's so good. Absolute magic. It is so fucking good. Um, let's just say that he was really happy about that. He really felt good about that. <laughs> he really appreciated that, and he hasn't stopped talking about it. <laughs> so we'll just leave the rest to everyone's imaginations. But oh my god, it was. I was like, this is an underrated. Like I should read Smut to him more often. Yeah, he absolutely was thriving. It was so fun. I love it. And I got to do my homework. My podcast homework. <laughs> Your podcast homework. <laughs> uh, okay, on page nine in chapter one, this is six months ago. Mm. This, I suppose, is what happens when you meet your best friends in grad school. 
One minute, Aww. you're happy as a clam, clutching your shiny brand new engineering diploma, giggling your way through a fifth round of Midori Sours. The, n- <laughs> the next, you're in tears because you're all going separate ways. FaceTime becomes as necessary as oxygen, and there are zero, there are zero non-green co- neon green cocktails in sight. <laughs> you're slightly deranged. Monologues don't happen in the privacy of, your, of the apartment you share, but in the semi-public backseat of an Uber while you're on mm. your way to have a very, very weird conversation. <laughs> See, that's the thing I hate most about adulting. At some point, one has to start doing it. Uh, 2000 almost 2000 highlights on yes, the adult that's right at some point one has to start doing it mm-hmm. some some of us try to run but you cannot hide you, it's gonna catch up with you Adulthood for sure will catch up <laughs> it's one of those things if you keep on trying to avoid it it's only gonna get worse yeah and grad school is such a weird time like yeah it is especially for us we went back Yes. As a second career, as adults. Yeah, grown adults. Uh, not freshly out of undergrad in grad school. Zero out of ten would... But can confirm, you, you can you can meet your people there. Yes! Seriously, we were... I mean, in a pandemic, we started our program in the year of our Lord Taylor Swift. 2020. 2020. That was terrible. <laughs> that was... Paid so much money for a program that we did mostly virtually, which is not what we were if i wanted a virtual program i would have done another program Mm -hmm. i could have done something so much easier (laughs) so much different and so much easier (laughs) my my brain is still fried from it this morning i was saying like i sent something about how grad school is easier and i take it back it was different it was different it was it was an alternate reality Mm -hmm. it really was it was very weird it was our responsibilities were different Mm mm-hmm the expectations were different and it's very intensive in that like you you, like when when you meet people there you have you have to become close so fast because it's survival like you have to have people around you that are going to support you it's trauma bonding yeah and you have to kind of like i mean our program anyway kind of fractured off into teams at some (laughs) for better or for worse you want to know who the mean girls of our (laughs) cohort were yeah yeah we if you can't tell we're like really mean we found out like two years in we found out that we were considered the mean girls that we and our coven which is so funny to me (laughs) i've never been considered a mean girl in my life i've never been popular in my life i am the opposite (laughs) of i'm just i think it's because we were chronically nice yeah i think it's because we were like five six to seven years older than everybody yeah Yeah, it was just and we would different phases of life clearly Mm -hmm. about things and we we're kind of pissed most of the time. I think it might have been the anger seeping out of our pores. That's, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> I think maybe it was just our... Um, yeah, we were just tired. We were, yeah. I it mean, was your Enneagram 8 coming out. Yeah, I was... Okay. <laughs> maybe. No, I feel like I, I read pretty friendly. No, you read time. very friendly. <laughs> I'm desperate for people to like me, so when I learned that, I was like, what? That was the most entertaining... Yeah, I mean, we just had to laugh because we were like, we are there's no way the least mean people in the world but yeah it we fractured off into teams to kind of cope and this this was cute i feel like anyone who's you know and again we can all relate to different things even if we've never done it but um ali hazelwood does a great job with like the grad school friends i know she does precious so yeah she's she does a cute job of setting up because this is the first one in the novella series yeah setting up their friendship yeah and that is a fun because they're all long distance friendships mm-hmm. like they're long distance um for the books they're not 
living in the same town but it's cute ah precious okay page 11 um so they're talking about uh, helena yeah so liam's family Mm -hmm. so the person that left the house tamara um her nephew uh lives in the house and oopsie (laughs) it's almost like helena knew (laughs) it's almost literally set them up yeah she was the fairy godmother so they're talking about uh his last name is harding isn't that interesting? Mm, oh, I, think I just that got that. I think I just got that. I think I just got that. Liam Harding. Liam Harding. Yeah. The Hardings are such a weird family. Hmm. I shrug. Old money, lots of it. Think Vanderbilts, Ken- Kennedys. Hmm. What even goes on in rich people's brains? Probably monocles, Hannah, Hannah says. <laughs> I nod. Or topiary gardens, cocaine, polo tournaments, cufflinks. <laughs> <laughs> just nonsense. What did Liam Vanderbilt Kennedy Harding say about this <laughs> about this funeral? Look, you can say what you want. Their banter's so good. Money is hot. <laughs> I just splashed coffee all over myself. As a material my girl, I am <laughs> with my painted nails and my Starbucks and my am, Air Force One. I am so turned on by money. <laughs> I love having money. It is it is something we are both child free by choice. That's right. And Every now and then, people will be, I don't know, there will be some comments, whether directly at us or just in our stratosphere, around, like, dual income, no kids. And I'm like, yeah. With a dog. Dinkwad. Yeah. Yeah. Gladly. Gladly. Do do y'all know? Like, when we, I'm not bragging. Maybe I am bragging. When we have extra money, you know what we do with our extra money? I go to two Taylor Swift concerts in a year yeah <laughs> i not saying that if you have kids you can't do that yeah exactly good point but and we were just talking this morning about how people have different finances in lots of different ways all i'm saying is that i'm responsible for my personal finances in my family yes me and jay and it's just me and jay and so our personal finances get to go with what we personally yes. enjoy and i really love that i know we my partner and i talk about often like so i mean because we don't have to we don't have to plan our lives around we don't have to save little yeah kids college so he's like so we haven't gone on vacation just the two of us in a long time where do we want to go yeah let's just let's dream where about do it we go? where do we want to go let's let's put something on the calendar yeah it's it's just so nice <laughs> and yeah that's I don't know. Finances are touchy. Finance, you know, death, sex, and money. Therapists talk about death, sex, and money, but that's yeah. I always Anna and I have a very like reasonable. We have an understanding about money. Like we're not weird about it. We just talk openly about it. We, it makes we, people really uncomfortable. We know sometimes. each other. Like you know, it's it's never weird. So yeah. you know, sometimes when you talk about death, sex, and money for your career, it makes it a little bit easier in your personal life to be like, oh, that was a hundred bucks. Like you owe me $100. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like, Hey, you forgot to pay or, or like, Hey, no, don't pay me. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, like it's that, a like fun. That on me. Okay. On page 16, Liam Harding is unlikely to be a threat. Just a rich, spoiled man boy with the depth of a mm. with the depth of a surfboard. who cannot intimidate me. The depth of a surfboard. <laughs> The door swings open before I can get to it, and I find myself standing in front of a chest. Mm. A broad, well-defined chest under a button-down and a tie with, and a dark suit jacket. The chest is attached to other body parts, but it's so wide that for a moment it's all I can see. Then I manage to shift my gaze and finally notice the rest. Long, well-muscled legs filling what's left of the suit. 
shoulders and arms stretching for miles, a square jaw and full lips, short dark hair and a pair of eyes barely a shade darker. They are, I realize, fixed on me, studying me with the same avid, confused interest I'm experiencing. The man mm. appears to be unable to look away as if spellbound at <laughs> some base, deeply physical level, which is a relief because I can't look away either and I don't want to. Uh. Ah, yes, my exact type. <laughs> it's like a punch to my solar plexus. Of course, Allie Hayeswood says solar plexus. Of course, solar plexus. How attractive I find them. It addles my brain and makes me forget that I'm standing right in front of a stranger. That I should probably say something. That the heat I'm feeling is probably, probably inappropriate. inappropriate. <laughs> it clears his throat looking as flustered as I feel. I smell. Hi. A little, a little breathless. breathless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, he sounds the exact same. Oh, so good. So good. So, so good. But, you know, they gotta be enemies. They're, yeah, he wants to buy her out of the house. How dare he? It's love. At- How dare he offer her millions of dollars? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I help you? His voice is beautiful, deep, rich, a little hoarse. I mm. could marry this voice. I could roll around in this voice. I could listen it. to this voice yeah. forever and give up every other sound. But maybe I should first answer the question. <laughs> it's so good. He's so hot and like, so the dark hair, the eyes, the square jaw, the clean shaven, the, the engine, or I guess he's a lawyer, but he's yeah. also, he's very smart. So he's a, what is it? Environmental? Like he's a, oh no, he works for big, the bad. Oh, he works for the right. oil company. Terrible. She's an environmental engineer and he works for, for a big oil place. I, I do <laughs> love like the STEM rivalries that yes. like I, uh, I'm not necessarily familiar with, but I have now learned about through like theoretical physicists mm-hmm. versus um, experiment, experiential physicists. Is that what love theoretical Experimental, was? yeah. Yeah, experimental and uh, theoretical. So cute. So yes, this is a similar dynamic of, yes. ooh, they are enemies. And it, you know, it's forced proximity. It's, it's enemies to lovers. Mm. Golden. Grumpy sunshine. Grumpy sunshine. I oh love my it. God. We could spend forever. T- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> I just keep reading sections of it. I'm sorry. Page 23. I don't think our listeners care. You want I think to just read the, about insta- it. Instead, Would you like for me to read all the books? We'll just read you the book. <laughs> <sighs> Liam, I'm trying here, really trying to make this work. Do you ever stop and wonder that maybe you are being an asshole? Mm. This time, he does look up. His eyes are so cold, my entire body shivers. I did try, once, and right when I was on the verge of a breakthrough, someone started blasting the Frozen soundtrack at full volume. That's me. Whoops. Sorry about the show tunes. Hello, it's me. (laughs) Hi. It's me. Y'all, if you ever go on a road trip with Katie Bird, let me tell you what happens. (laughs) It's a concert, and you're welcome. It's free. It's a concert. It's... She does not look at a single lyric. You just, they come from the depths of your soul. They do. They really, I, I admire so many things about you. That's why we are friends because I want to, I want my brain to take on the aspects of your brain. I would like half of your executive functioning, actually. That would be great. That would help me a whole lot. I would lot. like to give away some of it. <laughs> I would like to stop caring so much. Actually, okay, let's, let's split it up. That'd be great. Um, but yes, you, you keep lyrics in there. It's incredible. I don't so know. So many lyrics. Like, I don't know what kind, because I'm not a neuroscientist, but I don't know You're what not. part of your brain, like, remembers stuff like that. I don't know. 
Because it's not like I can't just like recall lyrics out of the blue, but like if the song is playing and the music's playing, I can. It's there. It comes to me. I don't. I don't understand. It's kind of amazing. Neuroscientists chime in. What's up <laughs> with my y'all. brain? <laughs> I my brain stores much less useful information. It probably feels that it's useful and related to survival. But you know, I'd rather my brain log lyrics. That would be fantastic. <laughs> my brain log math. Just like math. any kind of math fact. <laughs> the ability to divide. <laughs> the ability to remember to fill out my gas tank would also be great. That's great. Actually, there the ability to plan literally anything would be helpful. But I know hmm. <laughs> I'm good at other things. Yeah, exactly. Good at so many other things. <laughs> so many other things. Uh, on page thirty-two, dog breeds. I store a lot. Of dogs. Yes, <laughs> it's just like Taylor Swift and the cat breeds. Seriously, like cute ones, <laughs> furry ones, orange cats, black cats. <laughs> She goes through <laughs> What was that? Jimmy Fallon. I think it, yeah, it was on a talk so show. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry. No, you're good. Uh, page 32. You know, when my sister was in college, she used to have a roommate she hated. I'm talking warfare. This is, oh, by the way, this is the UPS guy. She's just talking to the UPS guy. <laughs> Mara, this is the really U- like me. Yeah, this is the UPS guy talking. Um, they'd yell at each other the entire time. She once wrote an entire list of everything she hated about him on her phone, and it crashed her reminders app. It was that long. Hmm. Uh-oh, that sounds familiar. What happened to her? I cross my fingers that the answer won't be, she's serving a lifetime sentence at a nearby correctional facility, <laughs> facility for shaving off his hair while he was sleeping and tattooing I'm a bad person on his scalp. Huh. And yet, what the U- UPS guy ends up saying is ten times more disturbing. They're getting married next June. Oh! He, sh- he shakes his head and turns around with a wave of his hand. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. They're getting mm. married next June. Huh. For- foreplay shouting from the UPS guy. <laughs> 100%. The UPS guy is doing us a solid. Doing a little foreplay shadowing. Um, we do, uh, much to our delight, not to give away all the trips that are contained in these magical books, there's definitely a lot of demisexuality. A lot of like, mm-hmm. oh my god. How do people fall in love? How, what is sex? What is it? What is? Also, I'm very good at it. What? <laughs> I never have sex, but I'm incredible at it. Um, I've never fallen in love, but here I am. Here I am. Immediately in love. Immediately in love. Where did this come from? I don't know. It just, the exactly the right person shows up and I boom. Love I love I am, that. I am a whole new, it's just, it works every time, Allie Hazelwood. Yeah. It's God. like, it's, it's like the, it's like a soul. It's a soulmate it's a, trope. Yes, it's the soulmate trope, and it's, it's like nothing ever made sense until I found you, and like yes, it and never love, worked with anyone else until you. For Allie Hazelwood, it's always like, it's always he falls first. It's like, yes. oh, this is my person. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be patient. I'm gonna wait for her to come back around. <laughs> so good, so good, so good. Yeah, waits for the green light. We'll find out what the green light is. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, on page thirty-three. Is this, a, this is if Brandon ever decides to listen to um, a podcast about books. Um, huh. You can't tell me that this is not hot. I'm not sure what I expected. Definitely not to find the contents of the fridge cluttering every inch of the counter. Definitely not to see Liam intent on slaughtering a stalk of celery like huh. it's, 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 it's his sole parking spot. What? <laughs> Definitely not to see him naked, very naked from the waist up. The plaid Whoops. pajama bottoms he's wearing have huh. a low waist. Very low. Brandon. Brandon, you cannot tell me that's not hot. It's hot. It's in a smut book. If it's in a smut book, it's hot, honey. Well. <laughs> yes, Jeremiah, it was hot. It's hot. It's not Walmart attire. It's not. It's hot because it's like, it's kind of like the male version of, not the male version of lingerie. That would be boxer briefs. That's but, like, no, that's like if when we're wearing a t-shirt with no panties. Yes. Just like a t-shirt. Yeah. That's it's like, it, that's the male version. Casual. You're just, 
you're you just know, in your, settling in. You're in your element. Yes. and But it's it's just casually hot. Also, I think Liam Harding couldn't possibly not be hot. He just he's exists. She hot. says many times that he's very large. He's just a large man. <laughs> he's so big and I'm so small. What am I going to do? I'm just a tiny little soccer player. I'm just teeny tiny and little. <laughs> no one could ever love me. <laughs> I'm so cute and small. Who could love me? These strips are so good. <laughs> I love it. Like, at this but point, like, could we so write re- our own? Yes. But it's, it's so, so relatable, good. though, because, like, you know that, like, there are teeny tiny cute little girls out there that are like, who could love me? Like, that's real. Like, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, damn it, you're the most lovable little person in the world. <laughs> you're but, precious. But. I, but it's just such a... I do love... I do love... Allie Hazelwood does a great job of, like, the girl... Now, mm, but this is a hot take. And streets and sheets. I love a good, this works as tropes in romance. We love it. Two thumbs up for girls not knowing they're cute in romance. Sure. Girlies. In real life. And babies. Guys, all of y'all. It is, it is A-okay. No, it's not only A-okay. It is so good to know that you are worthy, desirable, attractive. Absolutely. Cute, adorable, whatever, like, describers... Like, it is good to feel good in your body and to know you look good. Yeah. Know, know that you look good. Because you know who does know that they look good and who... Who doesn't look good? <laughs> That's men. Men. They're yeah. looking in the mirror. There's research on, like, when, when men look in the mirror, they estimate, like, that they are, like, 10 points more attractive. Yes. Like, have you seen that study? It's like a Likert scale. Like, they, they're like, they see, look at, the, at themselves in the mirror and they're like, oh, I look really great. And women look at themselves in the mirror. This is very binary. But they look in the mirror and they're like, I look like five points less attractive right. than mm-hmm. I actually am. And it's it's that false modesty. I don't know. And I think this is genuine that Mara's like, oh, no, I really don't see myself that way. I don't experience myself as being really attractive. Do, are you following what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Girls don't. I always think of that. There's a, the, They did the study where um, they were, they had everyone had like Likert scale. It, w- it wasn't yes. directly related to what they looked like, but they had a number on their like, head. Rate yourself. Yes, yes. And so I'm it, about a six. Yeah. And so yeah. people gravitated toward like numbers that were similar to them. Yes. And so like what always helps me is like I look at my friends. I'm like my friends are fucking hot. Yes. I'm like uh, they're friends with me. So <laughs> <That's such> a, <laughs> so, that's science. Yes, like, Katie. That's, <laughs> that's that's why I'm in STEM. That's why I'm in STEMA. That's right. In STEMA. Take a look at your friends. You're like, if your friends are hot. Yeah. And you, people gravitate toward people who are, who are similar to them. So yeah, we, then by default, that means that we are hot. That's right. We are, we are definitely hot. It's such a, I don't know. I feel like, and this goes back. I think I've mentioned this book on the pod a few times now lately, because it's kind of rocking my world. I super love it, but it's on our best behavior. It's by Elaine. Oh shit. Sorry. Elaine Lochner. On, on Our Best Behavior, New York Times bestseller, it is about the seven deadly sins of and how it controls women. Mm. And it's specifically, like, since the dawn of time, not to get in the weeds about this, but women are not allowed to take ownership of, like, no, I'm beautiful. Yes. I am, so lust is one of the seven deadly sins. And women aren't allowed to say, no, I'm attractive and this is why. Like, that, that like is off limits in our culture. Well, we're always trained to like, when someone compliments us, it's like, we give an excuse. It's Pride like, is another one. Pride. Yes. Like, I love, I love your shoes. Oh, thanks. They were on sale. Like, Oh yeah. We have to give a disclaimer. You, quali- you qualify it. Yeah. Or like, and so, and like, if someone tells you like, you're so pretty, it's hard to just be like, thank you. And then leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, 
I didn't even wash my hair today. Like, yes. Oh my God. It's, and it's so conditioned, deeply conditioned into our everything, all of our conversations. And it's such an easy, like it is, it is far harder at this point in my adult life to edit it and not just say, thank you. Thank you. I, Jay will, and my, my partner, like we've been married eight years and he will tell me I'm attractive or you look good. And I'll say, what will I say? I hear myself say it and I'm like, I, I don't know how to stop saying it. I know. So, like if I ever say, compliment, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll lose it if I don't say it, but I'll say, well, at least I've got that going for me. Mm. I've got that going for me. That's what I say. Why am I saying that? My response, like if A ever compliments like what I'm wearing, like, oh, I, that's a great dress. I love that dress. I'm like, you you do? You like it? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it, you do? And it's just such a. Surprised after 12 years to get <laughs> Like genuine surprise. <laughs> but it's like, and it's like, you know, being self-depreciating and having like a sense of humor about yourself is, is lovely. Y'all, I mean, don't, don't. Like, let's have a healthy... Yeah. But, like, having a healthy self-esteem includes saying, yeah, I know I look good. And that's... Like, like that's I'm hot, proud. too. Like, yeah. I love being in my body. I love who I am. Yes. Thank you. Like, or, like, you look great today. Thank you. I... I feel great today. I feel great. Yeah, the sun is shining. My body helps me go on a walk this morning. Mm-hmm. And, like, I ate a great breakfast. Like, yeah. it's... I don't know. This is a very complex topic that, you know, I, I could talk about for the rest of my life. I think it's fascinating, but women, it's, it's okay to know. It's okay to know that you're beautiful. Yeah. And like the same thing, like nobody's going to tell you otherwise. And if they do, dear God, please. Yeah. For real. Like for like, if you were to talk to a man, a man and like compliment him on how he looks and he was self degrading and like, didn't take a compliment. Like that's not hot. I no, it's not. not, I'm not attracted to that. Like, I want I want to be confident. Like if I'm like, damn, you look good. Like I want I want to be like, yeah, thanks. Like because it's it's way more fun to like have somebody. I, my first boyfriend told me this. Like he was just like, just take the compliment. Like I don't make me fight with you on this. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't want to have to like tell you a million times like and make you believe it. Just like take it for what it's just worth. accept it. Yeah, and it's I don't know. I've been. It's just a growth edge, but it is kind of, it is cute in this book. Oh, yeah. For Mara to be like, I just didn't think that people saw me that way. Yeah. Well, and I think Ella Hazelwood, she does a good job because a lot of times her characters will um, maybe not know how hot they are, but they also are not insecure about mm. themselves. Like, Ooh, she does yes, make a point, point of saying like, hey, I'm not insecure about my body. Like, this is, my, my body works well for me. Yes. Oh, God. That's true. She does a good job of like, I'm not apologizing for my body. I just do not experience life as a primarily sexual person. Yes. I experience, you know, I there there these are some STEM focused mm-hmm. main characters. And so that is more the vibe that she kind of yeah. brings to her work, which is beautiful. Okay, page 57. He shovels snow like it's his one and only vocation. Oh my god. Maybe it's the isolation induced insanity speaking, but there's one thing there's something hypnotic about it. The rhythmic rise and fall of his shoulders under the black fleece, the seemingly effortless way he's been going at it for hours, occasionally stopping to wipe the sweat off his brow with the back of his sleeve. I press my forehead to the window and just stare. I can almost hear Helena's voice in my head. <laughs> Would you like to borrow my birding binoculars? Shut up. I blindly Helena. ignore it. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, Helena, I actually would. Thank you. Oh <laughs> I would like to borrow your binoculars. God. The forced proximity. They got enemies. snowed in together. <sighs> okay. Can I can I read please, two? I don't please, even know please. what page this is. I like my I don't know how or when I did it. Maybe you can help me fix this, but I don't have page numbers. It just says chapter two. Chapter two. Okay. Sure. It doesn't matter. This is just all one delicious, <laughs> delicious thing. Um, okay, so their their banter, their enemies' banter is fantastic, but this is um they're in the house, I guess. He is so condescending I could bite him. Me too. I, I too could bite him. <laughs> I would love to bite him. Just take a little, a little bite. <laughs> Instead, I square my shoulders and step even closer. I do something you've probably never heard of. It's called recycling. Is that so? He sets the knife on the counter and glances to me at the bins I installed after I moved in. They are overflowing, but only because I've been too busy to bring them to the center. And he knows it. There's no pickup in the neighborhood, but I plan to drive to the... What are you... Liam's hands close around my waist. His fingers so long they meet both on my back <laughs> and above my belly That's button. That's crazy. Such a trope. How, how small are you? How small are you and how big are his hands? Although, oh, think about... Taylor's a car Perez. Oh, my God. His hands God. are very big. I'm interested. I just want to stand next to him. Is that... That's all you want to do with him. <laughs> he just want to stand Climb next to him. Climb on my little tree. <laughs> <laughs> He's so big. <sighs> he is so big. Brandon, have we talked about this on the pod? About every 24 to 36 hours, we receive... Oh, we did talk about the, the dick <laughs> We pics. receive a full frontal nudity dick pic from Brandon. Not of Brandon. No, please. I, please don't start doing that, Brandon. Oh, my God. We love you so much. Please don't do that. I don't want to see your penis. <laughs> We're good. Um, <laughs> We're not putting our labias in there. We don't need to see your penis. No. We're good. Yes. So we, when we say that we just want to stand next to Alex from Red, Rock and Royal Blue, we, we mean, we just mean we want to stand there. I just want to, just want to see what it's like. But we just keep on getting that picture dropped in our group chat yes. constantly. Sometimes sent with invisible ink but mostly not mostly not just shows up on your watch around yes. minors around people i'm trying to do a fire drill full penis just a dick on my watch in a steamy locker room oh my god okay sorry i'm not even done reading this oh go ahead okay <laughs> we're talking, we were talking about long fingers long fingers i cannot yeah <laughs> ain't no way <laughs> my brain stutters to a stop what the hell is he he lifts me up till I'm hovering above the floor, then effortlessly moves me a few inches to the side of the refrigerator. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like I'm as light as an Amazon delivery box. Mm. A trope. A trope indeed. But throw, throw me around. Throw me around. The giant ones that for some reason have only a single stick of deodorant packed inside. <laughs> I sputter as indignantly as I can. I would not be indignant. I would not be indignant. Mm. I'd be like... I would be my my pupils would be dilated. I would be pliant. <laughs> I would be pliant. I would I would be very amenable to the situation. <laughs> but he doesn't pay attention to me. Instead, he sets me on my feet, opens the fridge, grabs a jar of raspberry compote, and murmurs, "Then you better get to it." With one last long, intense look. What the fuck? He goes back to his toast, and I go back to not existing in his universe. Lovely. I mean, look at me intensely. Pick me up. I mean, this is not. This is just to move her out of the way, y'all. If you read one book that we've ever recommended, <laughs> this if, is a, if you 137 have, pages if of you have time for of that. Book, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this just does, but it's just so good. it. It just tickles my brain in the right way. Maybe it's just this morning. I don't know. It's just doing it for me. It's just so good. okay. Page 96. He lifts me up like he's too happy for me to even consider stopping himself. Like 
this phone call I just had that changed my life changed his too. Like he's been wanting this as much as and intensely as I have. And when he spins me around the room, one single perfect whirl of pure happiness, Ugh. that's when I realize it. How incredibly, utterly gone I am for this man. Oh my God. Me too. And in 96 pages. Only 96 pages. 96 that's all pages. it took. It probably took less. I <laughs> no, it took, it took I opening the door. Sold the moment she he opened. has money and he's attractive. Katie's in. I'm in. Katie's in. I don't care. You know, like all those, it's such a trope where it's like super rich guy, really poor girl. He wants to pay for everything. And she's like, no, I don't need your help. No, no, no. no. A better woman than me. Ain't no yeah. way. You're, yeah. Pay for my shit. shit. Oh, yes. Pay for my <laughs> shit. Buy me a car. Yeah. This I'll is nothing it. for you. I will receive whatever you've got. I received the sports car. Thank you. <laughs> Thank and you I'll, so much. I'll be very grateful. And um, maybe you'll get something out of it. <laughs> we'll see. This is going to be... <laughs> It's mutually beneficial. I'm the most feminist, like anti-gender role, traditional gender roles until it's like, oh, <laughs> until, do you want to you buy me a Lexus? And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we were dating. We have been dating for like six months. I think I've told this on the pod before. And I was in college and Jay was working full time. And he, I was like, ah, oh, I just like, I'm, I'm, I haven't gotten paid yet and I'm hungry, but I like don't want to spend money on anything. And, um, I, you know, I could have, I, I, could have spent money that my parents would have very easily given me, but I didn't want the strings attached. And so not three or four days later, I had a credit card mailed to me <laughs> with his name on it that he was like, please, please use this. Please use this to buy yourself food. Please stop doing whatever you're doing and please feed yourself. Please eat. Because <laughs> he, we dated long distance. And so he lived, he lived far away and he was like, I I can't bring you food, so could you please feed yourself? And this was eight years. This was before, like you know, DoorDash, and mm -hmm. so it was so sweet. That's I really was, sweet. And it was like a small gesture, but it was also like, let me let me take care of you. Yes. Ah, so well, good. Yeah, I think my my partner he has decided that my blood sugar is uh, mm, belongs his sole responsibility. It, yeah, he's like. <laughs> he said he said to jay the other uh was it oh when you were picking up food um <laughs> he said what katie wants is none of her business but it is my business <laughs> it's it's part-time job honestly <laughs> just uh to navigate what do i want day yesterday um we were we were both you know feeling squirrely about life and so getting into some little spats about you know really inconsequential things in retrospect but he uh he was like, you're, you're just, I'm just trying to figure you out. I'm just trying to figure out. And you're so confusing. <laughs> you're and welcome. It, it was like, he was just desperately like, like, I just, it's, I want to know. I want to understand. But I just, you're so confusing. That would require us understanding, my friend. It's none of my business. <laughs> I can't be bothered to know. I think, you know, thank goodness he likes a challenge. <laughs> well, Sorry. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Uh, okay, page 100. Oh, we're, we're just, yeah. So everything in the middle is a whole bunch of buildup and it's goodness. A, yeah, it's just, it's enemies, lovers, they're arguing. Oh, She's so good. Uh, she's showering in his shower and he's seeing her tits, you know. So good. Yes, and a lot of like, a, a true to Allie Hazelwood's everything. It, a lot of like, oh, I didn't realize that he cared about me. Like, kind of surprised. Like, so I love it. I love the perspective of like, he does something and it's clear to us that like he is falling in love with her. Mm -hmm. But for her, she misinterprets all of it. Yes. And it's them sitting on the couch and she's like, oh, I really love him. But like, 
it's clear that he just sees me as a friend and yes. it's like no this is not he friend sure behavior not. this is mara this is not friend behavior <laughs> so anyway the uh, beautiful tension building in yes, the middle yes. and that's what makes this smut so good that mm-hmm. we're about to get to so this is mara talking about um her friends there is something reassuring in hearing about their lives. It reminds me of grad school when we couldn't afford therapy and we engaged in some healthy commun- communal bitching every other night just to survive the madness. There were some huh. bad moments. In- there were some bad moments. It was grad school. It there were a school. lot of bad moments. But in the end, we were together. And in the end, everything turned out to be all right. Uh, I know. So <laughs> everything did turn out to be it's all gonna right. It's going to be all right. I've got this music in my mind saying it's going to be all right. Yes. That's on your board at at your job. Like, yes, it's, and you know, you make it through. Like, there's so many things in life that it's like, are we going to make it through this? Are we going to be okay? Sometimes it feels like that. It's like, I'm not sure we're going to make it. I'm not sure we're going to make it through this. But sometimes you make it through enough. That is the beauty of the longer you live. The more it's like, you know what? I think we can make it through hard things. And it is really sweet that we've gotten to make it through some hard things together. That's right. In a very compressed timeline so far, but it's been some very hard stuff. We've been through it. (laughs) And you know, we're coming out on the other side. That's right. (laughs) Okay, so we're getting into the very detailed and very long sex scene that's in this book. Um, Oh, just... It's so good. good. Read it aloud on a boat (laughs) yesterday. So some context here. um, She talked on the phone to her friends about being attracted to Liam and wanting to be with him. And she said on the phone... Like, I just want him to bend me over the kitchen sink and, like, give it to me hard and fast. Oh, that's it's what, so funny. That's what she said. That's important context. They were this. they were all wine drunk, and they, and they were like, what's going on? And she's like, well, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. They were naming impossible things. Oh, yes. And then she was like, I don't know what impossible thing. I guess, like, him bending me over the kitchen, or bending me over the nearest piece of furniture. Yes. And fucking me hard and fast. Yes. And so later in that scene, he walks in and she was like, how long have you been here? And he said, just now. Clearly, not just now. Hmm. He heard the whole thing. It was just, and you know, that wasn't said. It was like, for all we knew reading it, he truly just walked in. Truly just walked in. But like anyone with an ounce of having ever read anything ever is like, oh no, he (laughs) he, definitely heard that. (laughs) So on page 109, hmm, page 109, and Liam makes it clear that he likes it. You, he grunts into my ear. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. The things I've thought about doing. The, is this how you wanted it? Wanted what? You said you wanted to be fucked hard and fast. Did I say that? I can't recall. I can't remember my own name. I can't remember my own name. And then the things get even worse. Behind me, he goes on his knees. Ah, uh, how do we like our man? On, on their knees. Yes. Uh, I, I wrote, if I could draw the saluting emoji, I would. Yes. <laughs> that is, uh-huh, attitude. <laughs> oh, I was like, I am interested God. in what's happening Wait, here. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, it's one of my favorite things. Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this should just be the TikTok. Just us going. Ah! <laughs> okay. Wow. 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 Oh, here we go. Liam Harding, who touches me as though he already knows my body, mm. who spreads me apart like I'm a law school book and buries his face into me, oh. who groans into my flesh and mutters, "Sorry." He manages to sound genuinely apologetic as he pulls back to lick and suck at the skin of my right buttock. I know you want it hard and fast. Just, I think about this a lot. About you. 
a heartbeat and he's on his feet again, chest pressed against my back. It 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 goes from there. <laughs> it gets kind of vivid from there. It's very vivid. <laughs> well, I hope you turn this down at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru. Yeah. At school pickup line. Yes. Whatever holy space you're in. Yes, turn down because I've, oh, got, I've got more to read. <laughs> um, this is truly, truly so good. Y'all, Allie Hazelwood has done us a service here. Truly. Um, a community service. It's, I mean, a gift to us all. Oh, God. Um, a girly just like us on page 110 she has written good girl i <laughs> gasp did he just say that to me i can't ask him to repeat himself since he clearly got a little distracted on his way up his hand <laughs> travels along my inner thigh long fingers grip the soft skin of my backside to be clear this is their first sexual encounter they have just been enemies yes there is no lovers he yet. literally just walked up behind her and just started making obscene sounds as Allie Hazelwood made it just to work that into every book. Obscene sounds. Filthy, wet, obscene sounds. That's like, right. It just, this is, this is smut. This is smut at its finest. Oh, so good. Later on down the same page, it's just this side of too much. It <laughs> would be too much, but it helps that Liam holds on to me like letting go would kill him. He's in love. My favorite trope. Just, just a little too, this is, this is, he just mm. doesn't every book. He's yeah. too big. She again. This is very good at the at the. Oh, it's just too big. How is just it gonna fit this side of too big? Yes, it's the. Oh yeah, she says. Um, but my body seems to be into this unused hidden spaces, stuffed full, fluttering around. God, around Liam's cock. That's right. Uh huh. <laughs> I can't think when you're around. His voice is rough. This is just a, a master class. It. It is. I mean, it's beautiful. Honestly, y'all, if y'all, if our listeners have any recommendations that are similar to this, yes. I know. It's just, mm. she does the romance and the smut so well. It's, that's, yeah. like, it's, I genuinely am into these characters, and that's why this is good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, page 113, I have three highlights on this page. Oh, by all means. Uh, he's asking for permission to eat me out like he's like I'd be doing him a favor. Oh, we're into the bedroom now. I mean, you're welcome. It is. Yeah. I, I mean, you'd be so lucky. I can't confirm. As I was reading this to Jay on the boat, I I would look at him sometimes for like, is this how, you know, trying to get his perspective on things. I just want to see. And he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm can confirm that's exciting he's like that's how i feel about it because he he just says things he'll just like openly and directly communicate with me it's very strange to have your husband do that i don't know (laughs) direct communication so strange but he was just he's like no that is that is what it's like that is is a gift Mm -hmm. it is a turn on and i'm like i have struggled (laughs) this is (laughs) <laughs> this it works well for me this is mm-hmm. i know a loves to like he likes his he's you know he's a five he's he can yes he communicates clearly so he likes to give me a list of things he's like this and then this and oh my god he'll just say it yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> what is this life we live he's like does that sound good <laughs> What do you do? You have words? No. I don't have, I'm just. Ah! <laughs> Ten four, good buddy. Yeah. <laughs> two thumbs. Two up. thumbs up. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> I just, 
I can read about it. But if, if I'm like actually in a sexual situation with my partner and I'm expected to like talk about it in English, I don't know. I know. It still gets a little embarrassing. <laughs> it's, but it's it's such a fun, it's like a giggly yes. embarrassing. Yes, it's, it's cute. It's cute. Yes. We are, you know, we are very pro-sex, mm-hmm. but still, still get a little silly. <laughs> That's right. Um, later on down the same page, he's very good at it. Mm. Not, maybe not deftly skilled, but he's completely lost to it. So thorough, so noisy in his utter amazed enjoyment of the act of me. <laughs> My hips arch and he has to hold me down, carry me through the pleasure. It lasts more than 30 seconds. It lasts more than three minutes, maybe even more than 10. <laughs> I, I, so earlier, Liam was like, let me do it for just 30 seconds, please. Just, just like 30 please, seconds. Just please, please. let me do it. And then mm-hmm. he's like, then we'll get back to the hard and fast, whatever. And like immediately it's like, and 10 minutes later, we're still going. <laughs> <laughs> 10 minutes later. Yes. I think he got what he wanted. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I've officially had more orgasms in the past 20 minutes than in the last That's year. my exact next note. <laughs> yes. Very good. Very good. Fingers still inside me. He looks up, his eyes soft and earnest and swallowed by pupils. Thank you. Oh, um, you're welcome. <laughs> I think I clear my throat. My voice remains scratchy. Maybe I should be the one thanking you. I mean, literally any time, dude. It's it's my pleasure. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Actually, the definition literally of pleasure. It's, it's, it's my pleasure, my guy. <laughs> my guy. My guy, Liam. We're into this. Wow. This is... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This Okay, this is so good. You probably have this highlighted. Mm. This is so good, Mara. You are so good. Why mm. do you want it to be... Why do you want oh, it to God. be fast? He leans forward to kiss me again, licking the inside of my mouth, nibbling down my throat. I, I just want to make it last. I just want to make it last. He rasps against my skin. I have no idea what he's referring to. I don't want this to be fast. I've never said I did. But he keeps telling me that. Except that I, I did, did say it. Shit, I did say it. Just not to him. You heard me. Mm. Liam is preoccupied, licking one of my nipples, biting gently, licking again, doing a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. You heard me. I repeat, I tie my fingers in his hair to slow him down. On the phone, he stops so it doesn't lift his head. His breath, warm against my breast, has me shivering. Remember when I found you in my bathroom? I haven't stopped thinking about your tits ever since. Liam, you heard me tell my friends. <laughs> Mara. Mara. Let's focus on what's important here. Honey. The right holes. Honey. <laughs> he's and then he, but he's like still so earnest. He's like, I can do it. I can, I can do it for you. I can try. <laughs> just I just want to take a long time. He's like, I don't know. I just like I can do it if you want it to be hard and fast. I just I want to make this last. Yes. So the next page <laughs> You with your Kindle scribe on my dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's just a little desk for you he could go night night his eyes are closed he so liam just tells mara i actually have never really enjoyed sex before so he's a he's a demisexual baby yes he really is and so um because this is the classic part where he realizes he doesn't have a condom yes and i mean what are we, what are we gonna do <laughs> what can we problem what do oh well. but he's also so lovely about it he like and and ali again also a consent king ali hazelwood does a beautiful oh, job yes, yes, As, yes. when i was reading it today he was like he's like is he is this consensual and then i was like the next word was he's literally saying multiple times is this okay is this okay, is this okay? yeah because even though you're creeping up behind somebody and even though you know she wants that you still yeah just, 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 just ask just check. ask yeah 
Yeah, and so um, he's like, "Shit, I don't have a condom because I don't have sex with people." And he's what like, would "What would it be I- like? <laughs> what would that be like?" Just can't relate. <laughs> um, and he's like, he. I think he has his fingers like inside. He's like, I think I'm gonna, I'm, I'll make you come like this. Like I can do it. Like, and she's like, no. Never <laughs> <laughs> mind. Like she, but she really has to be like, no. And then he's like, I have, I have yearly phys- physicals. I have annual. She's like, wait, annual physicals. Like, wait. wait. He's like, I just don't. I don't usually. I don't usually have sex with people. Yeah. So she consensually is like, no, you can, you can raw dog it, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Those are her real words. That's you can it. raw dog it, my dude. <laughs> Allie Hazelwood's beautiful writing. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, that was uh, an Anna, an Anna edit. Uh, page one eighteen. I like you very much, Mara. I like Aww. talking to you. I like watching you do yoga. I like the way you always smell like sunscreen. I like how you manage to stay pretty. Pretty uh, much oh, whatever you want. I, I just managed to say pretty much whatever you want while still also being unbelievably kind. I like being in this house with you and everything we do in here. His throat bobs. I don't think it's a surprise that I really, really like the idea of fucking you. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. god oh my god. god, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea too. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. I'm sold on on. I on also this. really like the idea. And then she turns him over and is like, no, I'll and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then she says, I lean over and whisper in his ear. Hard, hard and, and fast, fast, Liam. Hard oh. and fast. That's right. So and as you can imagine, he's he's just so big. He's it's tough. It's really, it takes a while for it to it's fit. Tough. It's tough. That it's he's tough. just so big. You know, that trope works every time. That is a trope <laughs> in and of itself. The too big dick. All right. That was my that was my last note. So then after that, it's pretty much the epilogue um, where they end up staying in the house together. They're in love forever. Mm-hmm. Soulmates. The last line of the book is "Let's go home" because they <sighs> live in that beautiful house together. It is just as magical as you might imagine. That's right. It is. I wow, wow. I I if in case y'all can't can't tell by our gushing, we are into this book. We're I'm into Liam. That sex scene is beautiful. It's long. Mm. And so the kitchen sink situation, I want. I just want to give you an informed consent. I mean, he does fuck her at the kitchen sink. Fucks her at the kitchen sink. Yeah. And then he's like, I, I want to take you to bed. Yes. And take my time. <laughs> so, like, I just love the incorporation of, like, he heard that that's what she wants. Right. And so he's like, that's what we'll do. Like, I'm going to do what she wants. And it's hot. It's, and it's so hot. Oh, my God. But there's, again, and, you know, can't emphasize this enough, and for folks who read Smut, you understand, the reason why, like, this would be hot on its own, sure. Mm -hmm. But the reason why it's so good and memorable is, like, we've had this lead up for 100 pages of the sexual tension, building and building and building, Mm -hmm. then falling forever in love. It's, It's great. So that was Under One Roof, the first novella in the Loathe to Love You series. A stimulist. Stimulus masterpiece. That's right. I think, I mean, I I think that that's a solid five five stars. From, I would from say me. five stars. What would we rate Liam? I will give Liam because we we don't have a full character. I mean, he does feel like a fully developed character, even though it's a brief yes book. Um, I think I'll give Liam a four just because we only so the way Ollie Hazelwood writes, we only get her perspective yes good point and so i don't always know i like to know what what the other character is thinking a lot of the time and so um resand is your new bar 
<laughs> like the bar is high. But Liam is 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 my type, and you know, I I, I enjoyed for sure what what he had to offer. Mm. <laughs> it's funny. I would not say that Liam is my type anymore. I there was a time there was a time when the grumpy sunshine was very I was very into that. Um, it just went very poorly and scarred me forever. But I I love Liam. I would say about four stars. Also because I mean in the sheets oh, five. Oh yeah, in the sheets he's off the charts. This is a regular revisited, regularly revisited programming. That I that scene I very have good. already reread it once. Very good. Yes, we've <laughs> <laughs> only known it existed for a couple of days, but you have already. I, I went it. back to that to that specific scene. Very good. Very good. And it's just yeah. Again, Ella Hazelwood, you know what you're doing, my girl. We love and yeah. Well, what do we think about Mara? I love Mara. Mara, very likable women characters, mm-hmm. yes. and not one-dimensional. Like they, these are flawed human. I love it. It's mm-hmm. really fun. I really love all three of the women that we're gonna review uh, for the Below Zero and Stuck with You as well. But yeah, all of these are. I like it. Mara's super cute though. Um, I like that she's quirky and she's um, she speaks her mind. That's right. Yeah, I agree. The she's, sunshine. She's great. She's a good one. Again, this is brief. She's not like we're not this isn't like Feyre or Nesta no. who we're spending lots of time with, but I'd be friends with her. Totally be friends with her. Yeah. I'd be proud to be friends with her. And I would love to hear about her sex capades. I I would yeah, I sure would. <laughs> Tell me that's how it has a wine, honey. <laughs> Tell me everything. Tell me all of it. Anyway, so good. Y'all, thank you so much for listening. Yes. We will, um, we are very much anticipating in next week. Y'all will get to enjoy, what's the next one? Stuck With You. Stuck With You is number two. Um, a different vibe, a different energy. Yes. She's really, there's some diversity that she's got going on yeah. with these. So, um, stick around next week for the next of this uh, little novellas series that was um under one roof by ali hazelwood um let us know what you all thought of this book if you've read it yeah at um, the end when we when we wrap up and do below zero two we will kind of i'd like to hear out of these three heroes heroes and heroines is that too binary for us these days i don't know but which which is our favorite yeah yeah we'll have to see we'll do a revisit mm-hmm. um thank you all so much for listening if you have any thoughts comments suggestions feelings you want to share please email us at our kinky kindles pod at gmail.com follow us on goodreads follow us on tiktok at okk pod y'all and leave us a five-star review of this podcast because we're we've doing got, a giveaway soon for that <laughs> we've got giveaways coming we're structuring it as we speak yes we will we will let y'all know what the terms and conditions are of our giveaway very soon but it will involve really fun things that's right and tell your friends about us um we've seen a little spike in, in followers since the summer i turned pretty which is awesome so yes please share with your friends because smut is better with friends smut y'all is better with friends we believe it to our core and until next time get you a man that'll bend you over the kitchen sink <laughs> <laughs> yes bye <laughs>